I think one of the reasons that uh, we all love Christmas so much, other than the, I think just like the general warmth that we feel, even though uh, things are getting colder, is probably the nostalgia, right? There's something about just the memories that are conjured up. Like I was thinking uh, just in my life, I can remember moments where mom and dad would be in the front two seats of the car. My sisters would be in the middle seat. We had the old station wagon where like the back seat sort of flips up backwards. And I would always sit back there and we'd go driving around looking at Christmas lights. And now one of my favorite things to do with my kids is to drive around and look at Christmas lights a few times every uh, Christmas season. I think of other things like uh, the just the Christmas Eve services. Always, always my favorite service, church service of every year. And it takes me back to being a kid. We would go to the midnight services where uh, you were tired. And especially as a little kid, you're uh, kind of loving the, the holding the candles. I think there's something fun about holding like an open flame uh, in a church building. But then also uh, just, again, the warmth of singing the familiar songs and, and then that anticipation anticipation of like wanting to go home and go to sleep so you can get up early and open your presence. Even in high school, I can remember dad would always, every Christmas morning, make a fire in the fireplace. We'd always have some hot chocolate and Christmas music playing in the background and then just sort of methodically work around uh, with our family opening gifts. I mean, there's something really beautiful about all those memories, but then you, you sort of partner that with just the buildup of Christmas. You know what I'm talking about, the department stores that begin decorating like in October and the Christmas stations that are just doing the 24-7 feed of uh, Here Comes Santa Claus and whatever other songs uh, that just get played on a loop. And then, of course, of course, you've got the uh, peppermint mochas at Starbucks, Mwah, my favorite, uh, or the uh, peppermint milkshakes at Chick-fil-A, which might be even better if we're being honest. There's just something about all of it. It's just, it's beautiful. But then, then this happens. Christmas morning rolls around. If you have the little kids, like the little, little kids, they'll get up at the crack of dawn. They'll race down. They'll pull you and, and your spouse out of bed and, uh, and, and you're half awake and, and the gifts just start getting torn open. And it's by like nine o'clock in the morning that it's all sort of done. Now, maybe if your kid's a little older, they'll let you sleep in. But honestly, it's just kind of like at that moment, it just sort of like all the buildup, all the nostalgia, all the excitement, once the gifts are opened? Yeah, maybe you'll eat some ham later in the afternoon. Maybe you'll make a trip to grandma's or whatever. But once the gifts are open and things have been unwrapped, it's almost like the whole thing just sort of ends with a thud. And then I started to think about this sort of tension with as much buildup and, and nostalgia and memories of, of the good times we had growing up, then we almost just immediately just hit a, hit a switch. And now we're looking towards the future. We're just looking towards fresh starts and new beginnings and new year, right? And 2022 and it's coming and I've got my resolutions and I've got my things that I'm so excited about. And so we all, we go from this nostalgic thing to now we're all looking forward. We're all excited about what could be and the anticipation of what could be. We've gone from unwrapping all the gifts to, all right, that was fine. Let's move forward. Let's go. And so we all sort of head into these new things that we're excited about, but 
we don't always prepare real well for. And so we make it about a week into the new year with our resolutions, maybe two, maybe even a month if we like really stick to it. But eventually a similar feeling hits, another thud. And these things that we were so excited about, this new beginning we were so excited about just sort of ends. Again, another letdown. And I don't know, I started to think about this for a second. There's a, a passage that sort of rings true that I'll get to in just a second. But I want to ask you a question. Do you ever get tired of the letdown? And, and here's what I started to wrestle with is even the things that we're maybe most excited about in our lives, like that big vacation. Maybe you've been planning and planning and planning that big vacation. Maybe right now you start preparing for where you're going to be in July. But then this, this interesting thing is going to happen. The vacation is going to end and you're going to have to go home and you're going to have to go back to work and, and head away from the, the beach or wherever you were going to be. And, and there's that letdown. Maybe it's a new relationship and, and it's, it's still going well, but it's, you know, there's that first date and there's the butterflies and the second date and the butterflies and the third date and the excitement. And then a year and a half in, you still love the person, you like the person, but there have been some moments of letdown. It's just kind of life. It can't always be this. It's kind of a lot of this. And this is where Jesus' words come in. I think they're so powerful, simple, a simple concept that I'm going to throw at you here this morning, but nonetheless powerful. Jesus says this in John chapter 8, verse 12. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I know if you've been going to church uh, for your whole life or if you're familiar with uh, Jesus or his teachings at all, you probably heard this cliche that he's the only one that'll never let us down. But it's cliche for a reason, because it's true. Jesus actually makes this promise. He says, I'll never let you down. He says it again this way. He says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. See, we have a tendency to put our love, our joy, our peace, our hope, and things that inevitably are going to do this. Yeah, they'll come back up, but then they're going to do this. And sometimes it could stay down. For, but Jesus says, no, you walk with me. I'll never, ever, ever let you down. And so in a, a time where we're sort of living between the tension of unwrapped gifts and New Year's resolutions, and then the feeling of not hitting on every resolution that we set out to, here's the one thing I would just want to encourage you with. Chase after Jesus. Again, sounds cliche, sounds too simple. But the one thing, if I could encourage you, and don't wait until the new year, just right now, the one thing that I can encourage, encourage you with would simply be chase after Jesus. The one thing, the one man who promises to never, ever, ever let us down. Let's pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you so much uh, for this season. 
And we thank you so much for the joy and, and the hope that we find in your son Jesus and the promise that he will walk with us. If we choose to walk with him, he will walk with us through, through anything and everything. Uh, Father, thank you for the hope that we find in that. We love you so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.